0: You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcaracci, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Okay, thank you for joining us. This is Ryan with Business Stories, and I'm excited to bring on today's guest, Debbie Bernacki. She's the CEO of Happier at Home Franchise in the elderly care, home care industry. Uh, Debbie, thank you so much for being here.
1: Hi, Ryan. Uh, Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, no problem. And it's great because you're also from my neck of the woods in Western New York, Rochester. So it's always good to have people from my area to talk to. So tell us a little bit about your background and the story that really um, got you into starting this franchise.
1: Well, um, I guess as I was growing up, I um, always was compassionate and nurturing playing with dolls and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, My family is traditional Italian, um, very um, traditional culture where uh, in the past, women had always stayed home and taken care of the children and the guy goes to work and feeds the family and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. growing up in in that family, we were very close. we had um, a lot of uh, support from our parents in what we wanted to do, um, but also none of the women in my family, uh, since we our families immigrated from Italy, had gone mm-hmm. to, to college. So it just wasn't something that was expected of us. Right. Um, but then um, I remember, uh, so I actually, Um, have i feel like everyone uh, who is entrepreneurial has it in them Um, so as i was growing up i was having lemonade stands Um, i delivered papers when i was 12 years old uh, handled my own finances and collecting uh, for for my paper route Uh, So, I always was driven and always was looking for um, something to do. Um, So, one day my mother said to me, hey dad, why don't you go to the resource center at the high school and see if you can Look up some things for your older brother and see uh, what kind of career and what colleges would work for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of odd because it, he's my older brother and it would have been something that he should decide upon. Right. Um, yeah. But I went there and I looked for him and I was I thought, geez, uh, he might want to become a physical therapist. And so I brought all these printouts to my parents and uh certainly that's what he ended up doing and he's very successful uh down in long island as a physical therapist and um but at that time i thought to myself you know what and i told them too i really want to go to college and they said oh you know what it's just going to be a waste of time for you because you're going to just stay home and have children anyways Uh um so and you know looking back my parents know that that was just the time in our culture. they certainly uh, would look at things differently now, especially after my accomplishments right. um, but at the time it, it worked for for them. and um, even despite that, I thought, well, I'm still going to college and I did um, and four degrees later and three businesses later, Uh, I found my own path and I, it was my determination. Um, They weren't working against me, but I certainly um, didn't have support until I think I started becoming successful and they knew I wasn't going to fall on my face.
0: Wow, that's great. So you really kind of broke the mold and took your own path and found success. And I think that's probably a good driver when people tell you, you, you shouldn't do it or you can't do it. It kind of lights a fire i think and you would you agree with that
1: yes especially yeah. with my personality um sometimes <laughs> yeah. people call it stubborn yeah. um but uh, it's just um being driven you know when yeah. i uh was a vice president of a very large company here in rochester within the senior care industry and i decided to leave to start my franchise um One of the board members told me well you know what you got a pipe dream, if you think that's going to be successful and Mm -hmm. all I said was watch me Mm -hmm. and um, that certainly was a driver for me and and I always think. um, what's going to be the worst that can happen it's not going to kill me and. If I have to, I will go back into nursing as far as, uh, you know, being a nurse in the hospital or, you know, everyone can have something to fall back on. Um, but I, I just, I knew and I I didn't have any question that with my faith, uh, God was going to support me and um, with my passion, I think the passion for business and for helping others was um, the big driver for me too. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you you know, you, you do that for a while and you push ahead and you, you end up becoming a franchisor. So what, what triggered that transition into the, the franchise industry?
1: Well, um, stepping back for, for a minute, um, when I first started my original corporate location, um, it was as a result of my mother's illness. I had always had in my mind that I wanted to look into home care and the senior care industry and starting um, my own business. But I was—I had gone through a divorce. I have four children. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a big risk to leave my nursing job in the emergency department to, um, to start a business. But then my mom was diagnosed with uh, glioblastoma It's a primary brain cancer and um, I saw from the consumer's perspective what kind of care people received and I didn't like it. I didn't like that even with the um, lack of control that we had over my mom's disease process, we had no control over what was happening in her home and my poor father was beside himself um, you know, I was there every day helping out as was my sister who is also a nurse. Um, but we still felt like we were just being pushed along in the system and I, I was always thinking boy, you know, I'm a huge advocate I I don't back down and and so what happens with with people who don't advocate or can't advocate for themselves, or the family feels that um, they just don't know where to turn. Mm-hmm. So as a result of that, even before my mother passed, I went to her and said, you know, mom, I know that we've gone through some hard times, but I'm starting my own home care business and the things that we've dealt with are not going to happen anymore, you know, mm-hmm. lack of continuity with caregivers, uh, having no say in our schedule, um, being dictated to if someone's going to show up and what t- time they're going to show up. So. Mm-hmm. She knew she told me you're going to you're going to do great. It's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. So um, so then starting the business, um, I had my credibility behind me because I am a nurse and I love the marketing aspect. And my mom passed six months after she was diagnosed. And then I had that also as a driving passion that, Mm -hmm. um, you know what, I'm going to make the best out of a horrible situation and make sure that um, my mother's death was not in vain and going through what we did have to go through um, other people hopefully won't have to to deal with that as much and so, so I I started the business here in Rochester New York and. Um, and it grew and I was worried it was going to grow too too fast mm-hmm. um, and so i uh, being that single mother of four wanted to make sure i had a good solid foundation of a business before it exploded and um so that's that's what i did um, built up I'm, i wrote all of the operating procedures in detail um, you know my children uh, watched me as a single mother, um, through struggles, uh, sleepless nights and waking up thinking, ah, I hope things go well today. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I think so many entrepreneurs um, go through those tough times. Uh, and it's not giving up and not becoming a victim of things. Um, you know, I, I could have become a victim of my mother's uh, brain cancer, we mm-hmm. could have been a become a victim of my abusive marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have been a victim, because my parents said no, nah, don't go to college. Um, mm-hmm. But instead, you have to find it within yourself to um, push on and find those resources to help you and to support you. So I actually hope, moving forward that I could be that person for others and so that brought me to wanting to set up the franchise set up my business model as a franchise because i felt that i had something unique and different and that i was going to help other people to achieve their dreams and um helping sharing my franchise model with them so that's what what brought me to it and and again i i was working at a a really large company and had an excellent income excellent um, position as a vice president. And um, it was great because I made connections, I learned a lot. Uh, but I was making that leap to to leave that um, steady salary, because I wasn't fulfilled, you know, I, mm-hmm. I thought, I need to start this and I know it's going to be fine. And if not, like I said, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And, uh, so that's what I did.
0: So that's a great story. And it's, it's good that you found that, that strength to persevere through that. Um, you know, what would you say, if we're talking to people that may be interested in a franchise like yours, what would, what's the advice you would give them? And what could they, what could they benefit from, you know, being involved with your, with your franchise?
1: Well, there are so many benefits. Um, you know, I started my business from scratch, and I would never do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned the hard way, because I would do what I thought was right. And um, sometimes I was on sometimes it wasn't. So uh, I have a proven business model. Uh, so I made the mistakes. So the New franchisees do not have to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm an emerging franchisor, uh, I think that there's a definite benefit in that because you have the direct connection to me, the founder and CEO, Mm -hmm. and that support. And uh, we have others, of course, on our team uh, for support. But I like to talk with our franchisees about new ideas and innovation. and because of that, because I'm the one who they'd go to, um, we're able to pivot quickly. You know, Going through this pandemic, we were able to pivot quickly and add um, virtual visits onto our, um, our streams of revenue. Mm-hmm. So uh, larger franchise systems aren't able to move that quickly. It, it's definitely a boggy, slower system, right. uh, and, and ours, are, ours is not.
0: That's I mean, that's great. Um, you know, I mean, let's let's talk about maybe kind of the the future with this industry. I mean, obviously with with COVID, it was a very difficult year. Um, but we know this this industry is never gonna go away. I mean, people do age, parents age. Um, so what what is your outlook for the next few years with your brand and, and what's going on in the industry?
1: Uh, well, certainly COVID has shown everyone that staying home is a really important thing. Right. Um, staying at home in, in the home that most of the time they grew, they had their children grow up, up in, um, but certainly that's the thing most people want to do. I mean, they're happier at home as my name, the name of my business says, but, um, there's a risk in uh, future recurrences um, if you're going into, let's say, assisted living, nursing homes, and the people who had to live through having their family members in these communities or facilities and uh, the inability to visit with them, to see them, some cases be with them as they died mm-hmm. is horrible. Yeah. Um, so that is also another driver for um, the transfer of what traditionally were facilities into additional home care. Uh, The home care industry is one of the biggest industries and only is growing, uh, especially in senior care, um, because we still have baby boomers Turning sixty-five at a rate of ten thousand people per day, mm-hmm. um, so the industry is certainly growing. We are um, at happier at home. I look at us as growing uh, throughout the nation, um, and once we get our good good foothold across the nation, uh, everywhere else too. Um, it it's just um, it's a great business model and. Um, Uh, Like I said, we also, in starting my company, we had provided um, non-medical home care only initially, but we changed with the times. We provide home care, we provide care management, we have medication incredible medication administration machine that really helps people stay at home and independent as opposed to moving to an assisted living, mm-hmm. and also the vi- virtual visits so um, we have many streams of revenue. Our business is a great business for even other businesses to add on uh, their streams of revenue, such as pharmacies um, uh, continuum of care retirement communities. Uh, fitting this type of business into another business is, um, is an excellent way to increase their revenue.
0: I, I agree with you completely. And, and do you think, I mean, and I, I'm, I have parents in their 70s. So I think the trend seems to be that people really want to stay. I mean, at that age, they want to stay home because they know they're comfortable there. They can see their family and it's just easier. So you're really helping keep them home, but help them medically as well you know, stay at home pretty much. Is that, is that pretty much the goal and what you're yes. what you're doing? Okay.
1: Yeah, we, we want to, uh, what we do is meet with them and the family and we understand what their goals are. So we want to help them achieve their goals and maintain them. So some people, they, um, uh, as they age, then their, uh, medical problems become too much to stay at home. So at that point, we even help our clients to uh, find alternate living arrangement arrangements. Um, so many times children, adult children have grown up away from their family or mm-hmm. not grown up, but moved um, because of work mm-hmm. um, away from their hometown and their family. So uh, we act as that surrogate family member or surrogate child to make sure that they're safe, to make sure that if they go into the hospital they're not just bounced into an assisted living or a nursing home. We right. want to help them upon discharge to meet, meet their goals and, and get back home to where they're comfortable and then where they really want to
0: be. Right, right. Well, Debbie, I really appreciate you talking to me. And I think what you're doing is great. And I commend you on your journey. It wasn't always easy, but um, congratulations. Uh, I think you're an inspiration for everybody out there considering entrepreneurship and franchise ownership. Uh, If people are interested in your brand or in talking to you or anybody on your team, what's the best way for them to reach you?
1: Um, Ryan, thank you so much for saying that. That's really what I would like to do is inspire people. And not only just adults, uh, I really want uh, children, teenagers. To, to just be the best person that they can, both um, morally and to achieve what they want to do. Um, and so as far as reaching us, um, our website, Uh, currently uh, is happierathome.com so Mm -hmm. www.happierathome.com our franchisor website uh, we just are revamping so that will be back up uh, very shortly and um, then we'll have a connection on my regular website to that but my email contact is debbie at happierathome.com that's d-e-b-b-i-e at happierathome.com uh you could also call us at 585-662-9426 585-662-9426 and my vice president of franchise development uh james mcclellan that's his phone number Uh, and it certainly if you have any questions i would love to hear from you any comments um, I happier at home is on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, You could follow us and I see everything that comes and goes through those sites. So feel free to to contact me.
0: Good, good. And I want to also thank you and all the medical people out there over the last 24 months, Uh, just dealing with this pandemic and the stress. It's not an easy job for you people, but we appreciate it. So. Thank you, Debbie, and thank you everybody out there who's doing their part. Uh, It was great talking to you, Debbie. I do hope we can keep in touch. I wish you the best with everything. And um, thank you again for being on the podcast and take care.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Ryan. And I really appreciate it. You have a great day. You too. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.